The concept of ransomware is some kind of software that a third party, aka threat actor, installs on machines to encrypt data and hold that data ransom. That isn't necessarily the type of attack that we're concerned with the most in operational technology. I would say in operational technology, we're worried about loss of control, loss of view, uh, something like manipulation of control or physical consequences. Welcome to a special series of Risk Matters X.0, where we are commemorating Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And we're answering the question, is ransomware the biggest threat to OT cyber? Joining me today is Dr. Dennis Hackney, who is ABS Group's Head of Offering Development. Dennis, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, Ian. Uh, so like you said, I'm head of offering development, but really what that means is I get to define the, the solutions um, and design the solutions that the, the team actually implement when they go out in the field. So that's pretty neat because we're trying to solve real world problems in OT cybersecurity. Great. You, you have a great vantage point on a lot of the, the key trends happening in OT cyber. And one of the things we keep hearing out there is a lot of a lot of buzz around ransomware. The question, though, is what does that mean when it comes to OT? And I guess I'll just start out with you. What have you heard about ransomware and OT? What are you hearing out there in the market? There is a lot of detail around the subject. And so not knowing all the questions you're going to ask, I'll just start with some more of a general statement. And the idea of ransomware impacting operations has become very real in the last five years. Uh, um, everything from JBS and, and Colonial Pipeline to even some of the older attacks that we saw, like the, the NotPetya, where ransomware was reverse engineered. And so it's a very real concern. And there are some more specifics about what makes it more impactful in an OT environment that we can talk to a little bit later. Um, but the other element of that is there, there is some controversy around whether ransomware is our biggest issue, right? There, there could be bigger issues that, and, and bigger concerns. We just need to figure out exactly how to address what the real issue is there. And we can, we can talk about that as we go. Yeah, and a lot of it I'm hearing on the IT side, right? Ransomware, ransomware is everywhere. And it's something that's top of mind, certainly for senior executives. But is there a difference between an IT ransomware attack that has OT consequences like Colonial Pipeline, they had an IT ransomware attack, but it ended up uh, as a precautionary measure, they, were, they took you know, the whole system, operation system offline for a week. Um, is that different than a straight out OT designed attack uh, using ransomware or ransomware technology? So let's be very specific with what we mean by ransomware. The concept of ransomware is some kind of software that a third party, aka threat actor, installs on machines to encrypt data and hold that data ransom. That isn't necessarily the type of attack that we're concerned with the most in operational technology. I would say in operational technology, we're worried about loss of control, 
loss of view, uh, something like manipulation of control or physical consequences. Um, you can see how they could be connected, but but the impact of ransomware is encrypting data. That is the impact of ransomware. That's a different impact. Um, but we're not going to we're, we're not going to split hairs on what the executives are seeing because what the executives are seeing is a very real problem that impacts their bottom line either way. Either it's impacting the business from a health, safety, environmental, uh, operational perspective, or strict strictly a financial perspective. Right. Um, when we talk about what ransomware technologies and tactics and tools and techniques could be used to impact operational technology and critical infrastructure, then we're actually addressing the, the right question. Because just to install and deploy ransomware, there's a multi-stepped process that, in, that it starts with initial access to a network, moving laterally through a network, taking control, adding accounts installing software on a network, all of these things, if done on an operational technology network, uh, could end up with a loss of control, a loss of view, maybe data manipulation, and essentially a physical impact. All right. So that, that's a really important point to tease out, right? Um, when you're on the IT side, I want to lock up your data. And there's a, they have the two forms of attack. Sometimes they'll steal your data and threaten to um, you know, publish it publicize it so that you're going to get that ransom. The whole thing is I'm holding your data for ransom. In OT side, not as much data going along or valuable data in, in its purest sense, but if you are doing any kind of data or any kind of capability, operational capability, I'm going to hold your operations hostage. That's a whole different game. Um, is that what I'm, what I'm hearing? Correct. So what we've seen as far as ransomware doing something like that was more of a OT denial of service, you can say. So an example, in a MITSA regulated facility that happened in the U.S. a few years ago, um, the Rayuk ransomware spread onto the control system because there weren't security safeguards in place to prevent it from spreading from IT to the CCTV and physical security systems, and then eventually to the cargo control systems. What that did was it, it essentially bricked the system. It, it, it's not like they were trying to steal the data so that they could ransom it. It just moved laterally and it, it, it caused a, a failure in the system. There's two real important points again, I'm hearing there. One is that if it gets into an OT system, whether intentional or not, often you can take the ransom out of ransomware and it's more like brickware. It'll go in there and it'll just shut stuff down. Non-Petia, you had mentioned before, is, a, is an example of that. They weren't asking for ransom. They were just trying to brick a system. And so they deployed the stuff to, to stop. It's like it says, ransomware without the ransom. Um, on the other side is you talked about sort of an IT bleed into OT, right? There's, in that example you just gave, it was intended for the IT side, but could hop over to the OT side, which is, I believe, was part of the concerning Colonial Pipeline. That's why they shut stuff down to check it out. So the, there's two kinds of knock-on consequences. One is, gee, if I have IT and we're all worried about ransomware, watch out for bleeding over. And two, once it gets there, it may not be so much ransom anymore. It's just bricking. I mean, did I get that right? Is that, that the fear on that? No, that's, that's exactly right. And, and when we're talking about ransom, what we're talking about is some kind of external control that we don't have any insights or purview or, or control over. So command and control by a threat actor outside of our network has taken control of our network, right? And that is the fear 
of any operations environment. Any operational environment would be afraid that somebody can take control of the network. Of course, um, that is a IP routable type of uh, configuration, meaning once you get down to the field bus and you get down to different parts of the OT network that are IP routable, you're relatively safe from ransomware. And I hate to say that uh, in the context of, of our subject matter, but once you're past the IP routable portion of the network, to this date, there's no real form of ransomware that gets installed <laughs> uh, uh, that would hold the comp uh, or hold the um, the PLC configuration, for example, as ransom, right? So we're really talking about things like HMIs and engineering workstations and 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 SCADA servers, historians, data that result uh, resides on on those on those systems. Yeah, because in an OT network, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something that you often say is when you're in an OT network at the highest levels of that network, it looks like an IT shop. It looks like computers and servers and stuff that you're used to. But as you get deeper into that network, it looks less like computers and more like pieces of equipment and valves and things like that. And you're saying that top layer is going to be more susceptible at this point to that kind of exposure. Um, I guess my question on it is, but if, if the idea of holding operations as a motivation for ransom versus I'm just going to brick it and shut it down. People start learning how to do that. Is that such a big leap that the idea of ransomware, because there are threat actors who aren't looking to shut stuff down, they are looking to exploit for money. So they want to threaten to shut stuff down. Do you think it could ever evolve in a way that either ransomware or its kin, its knock-on kin that is specially designed for OT could be in in that uh, realm where you're holding your operations for ransom? Oh, it's absolutely plausible. I mean, remember the Triton Trisis event where they actually compromised the safety system and shut down the plant because they compromised the safety system. Not not being familiar with that safety system, they didn't realize that if you tried to make a change to either the configuration or the status, then it would shut it down. That's just part of the safety system. It shuts down safely if you try to make a change. What they wanted to have happen, if 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 all of our research has proven correct, is not to get detected. Because if they didn't get detected, they 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 were uh, thought to have been in the DCS for years, so they're already in the control system for years. But if they didn't get to detected, then they could hold the system ransom from a safety event, and and that that looks like evidence that that's this in theory is already trying to be developed by sophisticated threat actors. Yeah, and I guess where that's going is if there's money behind it, like I want to hold it for like extortion, I want to actually hold it for ransom. There's going to be a motivation to get there, and it's just waiting on if they can figure out how to do that. If you're you are truly just trying to do damage, shut stuff down, right, at the wrong time, and you know that gets into the concept of killware, where people are actually doing that, like the Trisis thing, in in intent, you know, for the intent of causing physical harm. Okay, again, they start kind of melding together in what you're worried about, but the theory is still the same. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take control of your operations. One says, I'm going to try to just go do bad stuff. And the other one says, no, if I can hold it for ransom and lock it up in a way that you have to pay me, that's going to be a motivation. So we can see the concept of ransomware expanding and filling the empty space right now, which is a high value space. Would that, would that be fair? That's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. And, and just pay attention to what's kind of going on in the world today, because Let's say the my my economic bread and butter has to do with fossil fuels or 
Um, it has to do with decisions that are being made at the government or federal government level and public opinion. Um, I would probably, as a threat actor, want to focus on ways to get into those networks and those environments and impact those environments of my competitors or um, people who uh, have opposing views, uh, countries or parts of the right. world that have opposing views. And so it's the probably the, what, let's say, best funded activity that's actually taking place. And it's being almost completely unseen, except for the effect that we see and hear about in the news. I mean, that, that now you're saying now it starts appealing to a whole variety of threat actors, bad guys who are trying to get in. If I um, just want money, okay, that's one thing. If I want to slow you down or cause you harm so that I can do a competitive advantage, that's another thing. If I'm a nation state and I'm trying to gain economic or other kind of political or other kind of strategic advantage, that's another thing. But it just depends on who's who the bad guys and how they use it. But the motivation is there and the means are coming online. And right now you have worry about that sort of unintended bleed over from some of the ransomware that's out there, but doesn't mean it can't and won't will adapt to that environment. Um, Dennis, thank you. That's the time that we have today. I really, really appreciate your thoughts. Any last uh, thoughts about ransomware? Yeah, the main element of ransomware that I think a lot of people go uh, forget about is the fact that there has to be an external connection to a command and control. Um, if you have the means in place to monitor for unauthorized accounts, unauthorized connections, uh, outdated passwords on remote access points, then you're gonna detect most of this. The reason these things happen is because a lot of companies don't have the means to detect whether or not these insecure practices are actually taking place on their networks. So it's Particularly in OT. Simple... OT, yeah, OT is a wild blind spot with very little monitoring. Mm -hmm. Um, where they can all monitor on the IT side and on the OT side. But your point is exactly right. For ransomware to really be effective, they have to connect out. And there's ways to detect that. Not that it's, nothing's ever 100%. Of course, there's always other ways. But it, it's a good measure. So monitoring, monitor your system, create that visibility. And that will, that will that should be able to start you know, being a foundational thing to help. Um, thank you, Dennis, very much for your time. Uh, thank you for having me. You've been listening to Risk Matters X.0, a podcast focused on all things risk and why it matters to the people, businesses, and industries that sustain our world. Have a topic in mind? Join the conversation by subscribing to our channel and we'll be in touch. Thanks for tuning in to Risk Matters X.0.